Hello, and welcome to another new episode of the Gold Nerds Podcast. I'm Longs, and I'm joined by my co-host, Shy. Shy, how is it? Shana Tova, Shmoopaloos. That, that, that is the traditional Jewish greeting of the new year, and it is Rosh Hashanah time this year. And, you know, for those Gold Nerds celebrating and those not celebrating... I thought I'd I'd get my my bevy on, and uh, and use the greeting for my little intro. Uh, let me see if I got this right. Shabbat Shalom is that something? No, no. Shabbat Shalom is that's just mm-hmm. a weekly thing. That's just like a Friday night or a Saturday morning. Shana Tova is is the New Year greeting. Uh okay. And I would like to see before the Goldbergs is done. Bevy providing some apples and honey and perhaps honey cake to her family at this time of year during the premiere. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Well, and, and for those who learner heads who follow Sam Lerner on Instagram religiously the way I do, you got to see his Rosh Hashanah dinner which included his mother swinging in circles on an inversion table at one point and I what? thought that I don't know. That's not a Jewish tradition. That was just something that was happening at their Rosh Hashanah dinner, and That's I thought wild. that I thought that was hilarious. Did you have that at your your dinner? No, no, no. We had brisket. We had mm. kugel, which is think of it like mac and cheese but sweet. Mm. And we had some delicious carrot cake muffins, at, or carrot, carrot cake cupcakes today, made by my friend Miriam. That sounds also delicious. Uh, I just had a typical Monday, so I'm jealous of of you and Bevy and Sam over there celebrating the new year. It's a killer time. You're invited anytime. Is it a high holiday? It is. It's one of the top two. Oh, so if you recall, if you recall in the Hanukkah episode where Bevy is fighting for control of the holidays with the uh, Schwartzes. Correct. These Rosh Hashanah and then Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, which takes place 10 days from now, are, are two of the biggest ones she was probably most concerned about losing to the Schwartzes. So your two biggest holidays are within 10 days of each other? Yeah, one counts down to the other. Oh. Yeah. All these fun facts I'm learning. There you go. That's what I'm I'm here to tell the behind the scenes story of the Jews of Jenkintown. You guys you should have a podcast of behind the music, behind the scenes. There is Jewish a tradition. There is at least one dude at my shul who went to school with Adam, went to Penn Charter with Adam and and did come up to me today at synagogue and ask, So hey, what's going on with the gold nerds? <laughs> well, shout out to him. He's like he was talking all about Miss Cinnamon today. Uh Miss Cinnamon. Well, such an inspiration. I mean, I love that woman. Truly. Shout out to Miss Cinnamon too for molding young minds through the use of play. Play? Plays? Theater. Plays? Theater. 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 Through the use and, of theater. And he specifically mentioned her playwriting class as being a huge inspiration and influence on him. So I, I think, have we, have, did you know if the Gold Nerds has ever interviewed real-life Miss Cinnamon? Because if not, I feel like that, that could be a goal for this year. Let's do it. All right. Miss Cinnamon, if you're listening, we're coming for you. Get ready to buckle down with the Gold Nerds. I bet she'll be with us on Cats being awesome. Oh, my God. I'm so excited for cats. They should do, they should, I know it's like, I know Universal is doing the cats movie, but the school play this year should be cats just to coincide with this huge premiere. That would be amazing. Cause just the insanity, I just imagining Sean dressed up like a cat. Well, he would, <laughs> he would be directing at this point, but just imagine Dave Kim as the rum tum tugger. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 
That's wild. <laughs> that's that's the that that's my name for this episode. Dave Kim is the rum tum tugger. We could have Emmy Mersky as Bamba Lorena. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, if if yeah, yeah, that that would be a good one. And then you could have Carla come back as Grizabella because she would have graduated. Oh. Well. Well, actually, you could. You probably she have actually to have, graduate. That's true, and you'd probably have to have Haley or, or AJ because they can really sing, and you need someone who can crush the songs there. All right. Well, that, yeah. Cat, maybe 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 we should talk about the shows as much as yeah. you and I could do an entire. Cats. If there are gold nerds listening and they would like. Shy and Lons to do a Cats fantasy casting episode of Gold Nerds Actors. We will make it happen. We'll make it happen. Just hit us up in our DMs, as always. But before that, let's talk premieres. Premiere week last week. Um, Probably the strongest start to the season, I would say. I had a blast uh, with both episodes hitting us hard. Schooled is premiering in the fall, so Schooled has a full season, 23-episode pickup. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm just saying it, strongest start to a season. I loved Vacation. I thought it was just so well done in what they chose um, to, like... V- vacation was, was a great combination of updating us as to where we were in the story and the continuity... With Jeff and Erica and Barry going off to college. Yeah. But also a phenomenal film tribute. It had so yeah. many great little details that that it was, it was a great use of the film tribute to also move the story along. And that I really loved. As opposed to it was if they just went all in on vacation and it was almost as if it was a one-off, I would have been happy but bummed because there was a lot hanging in the balance. There's a lot that we're waiting to see what happens. Yeah. And I agree. And the combination was perfectly mixed together. Um, intertwining, like you said, continuity and it being like a standalone bottle episode. So like, this is why we pay these guys the big bucks to come up to wait, to hold on to vacation. Cause it's not like it's a new thing, right? When he's been asking for it since like, season one oh, yeah. to wait for seven seasons to do vacation and then hit us as at the premiere and then weave in continuity from last season chef's kiss like mwah, perfection absolutely i i think that particularly having gone on vacation with my own mother and how many things she will put in a vacation in terms of activities and how many times there have been milestones in the family life where we have a vacation because, oh, well, we've got to do a vacation because things will never be the same. <laughs> and then in the middle of that vacation, my mom will be planning the one that's happening next year, not even three months from then. So this was a very real experience for me. So episode highlights then for you. So for me, so for me, again, as a self-professed learner head, (laughs) Jeff showing up with the Grateful Dead shirt and talking and all the references to following the dead over the summer for me is great. I'm I'm a huge fan of the dead. I love that they kept that thread going in the show because I believe real life Barry is a big deadhead. And so I love that. I also love that. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but do you remember the last episode of Freaks and Geeks? Dude. Okay, so Freaks and Geeks is, like, I hate to be, like, such, like, hi- like hyperbolic about it, but, because I say I, it's, like, my favorite for a lot of things, but it's legit my favorite show of all time, and I've been listening to a, like, it's, it what's, it's a nine. It's like a podcast all about 1999 because apparently that was like a huge year in television and pop culture. Wow. So basically, uh, Freaks and Geeks premiered 20 years ago, and so I've been listening to this podcast talking about it, and it's like Alan Sevenwall, who's like a oh yeah, a he's TV the, critic, yeah, pretty yeah. like well known TV critic. I like it. Did like yeah, did like a long 
like because it's one of his favorite shows too so we did like a long you know tribute to that series but i was just listening to the podcast where they talked about the ending and how because Lindsay is going on a grateful dead tour instead of going to like math camp or wherever she told her parents she was going and yeah she and busy phillips right they just hop into yeah. the and they and they also ditch the guys right like they're not going <laughs> yes. with they're not going with i don't remember the names of any of the characters but they're not going with james they're Franco. not going yeah well yeah james franco ended the, the episode playing dungeons and dragons with the geeks oh right okay um but yeah so like jason so Lindsay weir i don't remember jason siegel's character's name but Lindsay ditches jason his character um because they were like about to rekindle their relationship or whatever but she ditches him and i have to say like uh for it for it to have already been like canceled and then they leave it on like a cliffhanger like that it's still like it's still like one of the best endings ever like i'm okay with this cliffhanger because it's like a satisfying cliffhanger you know like i feel emotionally satisfied with their journey and their arc even though it's like what's gonna happen i just feel like at peace with it it ends on a note of growth and to tie it back to this vacation episode and why it was a highlight for me that they continued this thread is that if you're gonna go if if you know if the people watching the goldbergs the odds that people who love the goldbergs don't also love streaks and geeks in my view is pretty low right you're you're probably pretty aware which you means have to be. You're ending a season, a pretty, you know, a, a pretty established show. You know, the show could have not been over. We knew there was going to be another season, but pretty late in the show. You're ending it with this Grateful Dead thing. If they had tossed it aside, I would have been super bummed because then I feel like then they would have been just pl- then it was just been a nod to the whole freaks and geeks thing, but not a nod to what the growth that that implied that that Jeff was going on this summer tour with the dead, which I know so many people who did it with fish. Less so with the dead because I was younger. And I loved that even, I mean, just the fact that he says, I almost like their music now was hilarious because <laughs> it's a great, di- I mean, the music's amazing, but it's a great dig. It's a great joke. And, but the fact that the freedom of being on the road and all of that made him want to delay going directly to pre-med or whatever he was going to do to me was a great thing that they actually committed to that. I don't like when they, I don't know, maybe they'll switch it again next week, but at least they carried it through to this first episode. So that was a huge highlight for me. And then the other highlight for me was Christy Brinkley, oh. my first love. Like if Dana Caldwell is Adam's first love, Christy Brinkley is mine. Not because we went to school together, but because I saw her in the Billy Joel Uptown Girl video when I was, I don't know how old, but not very old. And I was just absolutely in love with her. And I remember seeing her in vacation and blowing my mind. How did Christy Brinkley get in this movie? And the fact that Pops got with her was... was, Lancer was amazing. It was perfection that he ends up... Like, he gets her and it... (sighs) Pops is such a killer. Uh... I love him so much. The way he's just... He still has it, man. He's... I just... I love that he still has it, you know? He's... They're, like, slow... Like, if they're aging people, they're aging him the least, you know? In terms of, like, physically, but also mainly mentally, you know? He still is as young as before the sh- like show even started continuity wise you know every uh, once in a while they hint to him slowing down but it doesn't mean he is less of a ladies man correct um but when they show up again in her car to disneyland oh my god i lost it i lost it i hope she comes back i really do I also loved as they're running to Disneyland and they play the Chariots of Fire music Mm -hmm. and they get to the cop who was once played by John Candy. And in this is played by Anthony Michael Hall, star of the original, the original vacation and also the Breakfast Club. Basically, he was the 
90s or the the 80s you know star i wouldn't even say geek he just was like the star of the 80s if if molly ringwall was the female star he was the male star how come they never ended up together in a movie because i mean in those days you had you couldn't do like in the 80s you still had to do cross you couldn't have two people who actually were appropriate for each other you always had to have someone reaching in the 80s right Right? like duck ducky doesn't get whatever the pretty in pink girl is he would now yeah today he would they they wouldn't write that story but to like, have her end up with the he turned out to be so cool too because he um was in was, our other psych he was trout he was in trout he's been in so many of yours and my favorite shows he was in psych season eight and like he just he plays such a cool like tough guy now you know like Talk about where he started from in 16 Candles or even Vacation as this skinny little twerp. And now he's like this big, like, grumpy slash, you know, fearsome man, Um, like a man in charge, you know, because he was, you know, played the whatever top detective in psych last year he was the principal um of the flashback episode of riverdale yes that's right Um, he also played like a teacher in a show i used to watch on mtv called uh oh well i forgot but uh he stood taller than even the name of that show that's how exactly he was and I don't know if you caught it, but Eagle Eye fans caught it on the Twitter that his name tag in v- this vacation episode said Rusty. Uh, my wife caught that. She thought that was great. She turns to me, she goes, wasn't Rusty the name of the kid in vacation? And I said, <laughs> yeah, why? She's looking at his name tag. And I'm like, oh, well, that's amazing. Yeah. That was the great. details. Yeah. That was great. I also there's one other detail that I really loved about the episode that harkens back to the original vacation movie, which was Erica's plot line in the episode where she is having doubts about Jeff and constantly mm. calling back to speak to him. I don't know if it's the first vacation, but it's almost definitely in European vacation. European vacation, yes. Where Audrey is constantly calling back to try to get in touch with her boyfriend. And yeah. Uh, it was so funny, and it was such a great use of Erica and Jeff. And I thought Haley was so funny in this episode. And I loved the way it resolved, also because I'm I was so I'm so tired of the Jeff and not I'm tired. I, Jeff and Erica are now Endgame. We know this. So having them, they get to do a little bit more with their relationship, and not just have them break up all the time. Yeah, and I I I love that she's. M- being more self-aware about how she's treating him and like how she is in the relationship, like the pants that she wears yeah, and that she's the one missing him and pining after him and groveling, you know? So cause, cause that's how a Jeff Schwartz should be treated. (laughs) That's how I would treat my Jeff Schwartz if I had one. So still looking it's been a season guys let's go find me my jeff uh sam i commented to wendy on twitter sam had just like a perfect line rating of something that i had to like rewatch five times when he was talking with erica in the episode it was like so insignificant but the way he said um Gosh, he was in the van maybe towards the end of the episode. I forget now, but hats off to Sam Lernick. That guy is, I'd say he's like, he has just a way about playing Jeff Schwartz where it's not, it's like not annoying, but like, I feel like in a lesser actor, it could be annoying the way he plays them. Or like his character would tear more on annoying and like. 
the bottom line is they put him in the main cast. If you're going to put someone who is not in the core family in the main cast, you've got to make that part of the show and commit to it. And I feel like they have delivered on that. Yeah, I agree. They didn't. Ju- it's it's like when AJ was in the main cast as Lainey. Lainey was a main character on the show. Mm-hmm. And like Erica, in some ways, because they're not real. Well, I guess Jeff Schwartz is real, but the Jeff Schwartz as Erica's boyfriend is not, you know, real. Mm-hmm. Because that's stepping out of the reality, they like got to deliver on that character because everything else is shaded with so much history. But this one, this one wasn't. Uh, this one, this sort of relationship isn't. So they got to make it work, and they totally sell it. It's great. I agree. I also. Uh... I also love the video footage of Adam in the 80s in Disney World because, again, we have reel-to-reel, not VHS, but we have reel-to-reel video footage of me and my family in the 80s at Disney World. And my wife looked at me and she was like, wow, this show really is your life. I would say, um, you know, I I grew up with Disneyland being in San Diego. and my dad grew up in LA and there's a picture of my dad and his brother in like the early seventies. And they're wearing full on suit and tie to Disneyland, like a family picture. And like the brother, like him and his brothers are all in like legit blazers with a tie. And I'm just like, what a wild time to have to like wear that while you're going to an amusement park. Well, you know, that was the old-timey days when you dressed in your best to go to Coney Island. <laughs> um, to ride the cyclone. Yeah, but I, it just reminded me of that with the, the white shorts that Murray was wearing in <sighs> his picture. Oh, yeah. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. Jeff Garland, by the way, so his facial expressions when he's driving and Christy Brinkley is making the eyes at the car... <laughs> His facial expressions alone should get Emmys. A man that need not speak to act the hell out of a scene. Exactly. That's true talent. My favorite scenes are more like the physical comedy, like the suitcases falling off, just like in the movie. (laughs) And slowly, like... great. Slowly, you know, all their luggage is... is, um, falling out of the car and then obviously when they all fell asleep and crashed the car and i love how the reason why they didn't fall asleep was because barry um put on the massage uh part (laughs) of the bed (laughs) so barry had his own bed i don't know why like adam just didn't suck it up and like go on like a on that bed with barry you know but it was very was funny, funny, though. It was definitely Bevy's dream, though, to have them all on the same bed. So that made me happy for her. Yeah. It was and a then, nice shot. And then maybe this is the line you're talking about, because this was the line of the show for me. I followed your bags like breadcrumbs. Yes! <laughs> that was the line of the show. That was the line. The way Sam said that, I had to repeat it, because it was, like, whimsical and playful yeah, it's so, like, sincere. He wasn't joking. He, like, yes, you're, that's exactly right. That is the line of the episode. I watched that line, like, him, that scene at least five times because of the way he said breadcrumbs. I followed your car like breadcrumbs. <laughs> so earnest. That was it, Chai. We're always on the same page. There you go. There you go. Oh, man. So good. So I agree. Strong start. Out of the gate. Fantastic. I think it's one of my... I think it is my favorite premiere. I, I think... If I think about all the different premieres, I'm now cycling back in my head because for me, I wouldn't say that, like... Like, there are some premieres that stand out more than others, but then there are premieres like the Risky Business one, which is good, but not in my top mm-hmm. episodes, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're yeah. saying. Because, I mean, premiere your... Oh, you, this episode... Oh, no, next episode. Okay, so wait, who directed this episode? This episode was directed by Lou. But the director yes. of the next episode is Jay Chandrasekhar, 
who is from Broken Lizard, who directed Super Troopers 1 and 2. He's and, great. And, and a whole bunch of other things. I mean, that guy is an insanely prolific TV director, and his TV comedy work is fantastic. Like, so many shows that I love, he has been a director of. He, do you have what he's directed with the Goldbergs? Because I know it's some of the, okay. some of my favorites. So it says 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. All right. Follow me here. Okay. Okay. Starting from the beginning. All right. Mm-hmm. A, Gold, a Goldberg Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, there you go. That's one, like, highlight. Highlight? All... It's, it's one of the defining episodes. Okay. How about this? The Daryl Dawkins dance. There to this it is. Day to is this in my day. top five. Top five. Hound down. The, top five. Anything with that's Blaney-centric, top five. All Blaney-centric are top five. It's Blaney-centric, and it has Barry explaining to Erica why he calls it the Daryl Dawkins <laughs> The Daryl Dawkins. Because the ball is Listen, in your court. And she accepts it, which is so great. I, oh, I, okay. yes. Okay, continue. Couple, couple's costume. Yep. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. In conclusion, Thanksgiving... Laney loves Lionel, which is oh, the God. one where Barry makes the mold <laughs> the of Lady's head. And they're all terrible, and they're all frightening. She's like, you're going to give this to your girlfriend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then maybe, like, if the defining episode that made me watch this show, Weird Al. He directed the Weird Al episode. Uh, there it is. Then Magic is Real, which is another mm-hmm. hilarious, amazing one. And then and by just... the way, these are like you're now seeing a bunch of season three episodes, and you know, you and I both say that like season three is the best season or yeah. our favorite season. Yeah, definitely yeah. our favorite season. Yeah. Um, but then but... he also, yeah, exactly. You had you had you're right. There's like, oh, that's a ton in season three. Yeah. So, but that's, we're not even at half of his episodes. Let me go through a bunch here. You just stop me when one stands out to you. Because it's almost like this could be the rest of the episode here. Spencer's Gift. So Swayze is crazy. Yes. Barret. (laughs) There it is, that one. Okay. I love (laughs) Barret. So, Barry doesn't want to take the PSATs or whatever. And he, then Lainey, like, shows up and was like, Oh, uh, yeah, no, follow your dreams, test your lane, blah, blah, blah. And then she whips out and she, like, took it. And she's like, oh, but you got to take it. And she does really well. <laughs> and so Barry freaks out. And, like, he had this one line. It was like, you know, I don't want you guys to go off and leave without me because, like, I suck at everything. Um, and he's just, like, worried about people leaving him, like pe- like, worried about, the people he loves moving on without him. Right. And I like relate to that so hard. Uh, and in the emotional beat, but like just the fashion show alone, that should be on people's list. Oh yeah. Then the day after okay. the day after girl talk, mm-hmm. we didn't start the fire, which is the episode that got my kids into the show. Colors, MTV spring break, Hershey park, Hershey park with, with arguably the, the funniest scene. Exactly. In the history of the show, which is in case and anybody he captured has, that, which is Wendy and Sean fall, passing out in oh, the, the roller coaster. coaster. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And then wait, just so the Yiddish expression for this is you're going to plots Bohemian Rap City. Oh God, <laughs> we both know that's one of my highlights. I know. I could have been a lawyer. Eight bit Goldbergs, which is the video game one. Mm-hmm. And now Dana's back. Now, how do you feel about, you know, this next episode, Dana's back? I'm jazzed. I got to be honest. She's my favorite of his girlfriends. Um, I love young love. And to me, they're like, she keeps coming back. And I just feel like she, they have like such an epic love story because they keep, coming back to each other um so i'm jazzed because she wasn't she was they were at different stages of their life at one point 
Well, in the um, Weird Al episode, in the Weird Al episode, when he yeah, wants right? to play laser tag and and pogo ball, which is a lover's game, and according to Pops. When she comes back and he is with Jackie, and they realize that they're just friends because they maybe don't have much in common, um, and they could just be like psyching us out with how they're setting up this episode, but it seems like there's a rekindling happening. And I got to be honest, like, I could not be more happy about it. Put it this way. I think bringing Dana back, there would have to be a little bit more of a rekindling if they're It'd bringing have to be Dana longer back. Than an episode. Yeah, exactly. They can't just keep coming, having her come back for one episode and, like, leaving, you know? Because they keep intertwining stories. And you know how I am about epic love stories, star-crossed lovers... They keep, you know, winding as if they're figure eights, but they always meet up at the end. And that's why I love Dana the most. Now, who is not in this episode is Jackie. And... So Jackie is off to college. Will right. they explain? Are they still together? I mean, they could be doing well, long distance and like didn't Dana they say at the end of the Didn't they say at the end of the season that they were, <laughs> that they had no chance? I think that was the... Well, yeah, but... Just so you say something. So I'm going to just go on record and saying my favorite of Adam's girlfriends as a human is Jackie. Because oh, shocker there. Jackie, she's, she was my favorite before we got to speak with her. And well, yeah. Then we meet her and she ends up being like truly one of the best humans I've ever met. Um, particularly as someone who we've seen in a show and then. I agree. And, and I don't know name. Dana personally, but I so love like, my girl Jackie IRL. You know. Yeah. So exactly in real life, Jackie Geary, like wins all. Like even like not just as friends with Adam, right? They both are happily married to other people. Like I just like in, just in terms of the world. Right. Totally. In the show, I don't think they're gonna leave Adam with a, a ship to end the show so i'm fine with dana coming back because i don't feel like this is like challenging blaney you know no 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 you know and that brings up a good point i don't know when we meet his wife or slash if we will on the show and i'm fine with that if they want to bring dana back look i love them i think they're like great young puppy love and i think they have an epic love story but that does not mean they're like end game obviously in real life, they're not, but in this show, I don't think they're endgame either. I just love how adorable they are. Um, yeah. It's very and, nostalgic. So, and, and I I'm love. Good with, I'm good with them, like bringing her back this season, let's say, and then, and then you know, I don't. She, they drift apart again, or whatever. They break up, and we end the series with adam meeting his wife you know like how i met your mother only a good ending <laughs> like yeah or or like, maybe the last episode of the series has is adam meeting, is has adam wife. going off to the 90s and then maybe he appears in school with his wife yeah because he, so he I'm said fine if that we don't he get to live the with 90s. them i'm i'm fine if we don't get to live with them being together on the show because i just that's not i don't think that's the show but i do like the thought of us like getting a nod to it or like or ending meeting her because i know he didn't he meet her in high school at some point like at summer camp i don't know when in high school i, I don't but... i don't know his true life love story i think he met her in high school at summer camp but i'm fine i don't know when but again then i I feel like we need to have the jewish summer camp episode that aaron sander has always said that he wanted to make and i think next season is adam's going into senior year and i know the show ends with adam graduating high school so maybe we get to see her next year okay Either way, I like Dana out of the yeah. ones he's had. Yeah. Character wise. She's, she's cool. Yeah. Um, she, but I'm really excited for that episode. 
and that's next week. They have, uh, they gave us press releases for a couple other episodes, the Cheers episode. Um, Jeff like wants to do a food truck called in in a Jeffy, you know, instead of in a Jiffy. That, I mean, that's a little anachronistic, I guess, but I'm supportive of a Jeff-based episode with the Cheers cast. I don't know if I food trucks were a thing in the 80s. I don't know if it's a food truck, but it's like a food service called Food in a Jeffy. Ah, uh, okay. Something to that extent, though. So Jeff finding himself. Finding himself, basically, yes. With somehow the Cheers cast uh, showing up. Okay. And then October 16th, they just released is, oh, oh, remember how I said, like, one of my dreams was Animal House? And I was like, I don't know how they're going to do it because that's a pretty racy film. Boom, we're getting Animal House as Barry tries to jo- join a fraternity. And obviously that goes awry because it's Barry. I love Animal House. It's one of my favorite movies. It is definitely, you couldn't make it now the way they made it then. No, they can't make a lot of things now that they made then, but that's a classic. The, the Goldbergs has always done a great job addressing the the things that shouldn't be done now and still mm-hmm. doing a great tribute a la Revenge of the Nerds. So, Sixteen Candles. Exactly. I look forward to Animal House. I hope yeah. they get some good cameos. Like, I want to see, like, Bruce McGill, the guy who played Daniel Simpson Day. Like, real some, or maybe a little Tim Matheson. Something, yeah. some real, some real deep cuts. Well, Tim Matheson was a star, but Daniel Simpson Day would be pretty fun. So that's in the on the horizon for the Goldbergs. Now schooled. So I'm gonna, right, so I, I'm gonna go bold here. Okay, okay go bold because no- you you were making some bold statements to me earlier. So I really I want so, your thoughts. So it's not a competition between our shows that we love. No, no, no. And the Goldbergs is is obviously the veteran, the Hall of Famer, right? The school mm-hmm. is is a new kid on the block. It's playing really well, but you're not gonna you're not gonna put schooled up with Goldbergs until the schooled like we just listed only the episodes of the Goldbergs that Jay Chandrasekhar directed and how right. many of them were classic, right? Like so, so school does a ways to go, but in my opinion, for for what needed to be achieved. In the first episode of the season, the stakes were pretty high for Schooled, and they delivered. So, in my heart, Schooled won the week. I I loved this episode of Schooled. I thought that it 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 expanded the world of the teachers to the younger teachers, which we wanted. That was on our wish list. Absolutely, there was maybe a hint of CB jealousy but they pretty much put that to bed there was uh there was a great movie tribute with aj trying to dangerous minds the kids and i remember (laughs) that so well and i remember young teachers at the time trying to use little dangerous minds techniques on us and we went to and i I wasn't we didn't go to as privileged a school as pen charter but (laughs) I, i went to a pretty like easygoing you know school by by comparison to the school in dangerous minds i thought aj as the star of the show is a star and she continued to be that they, the using of her mobile phone and the relationship with Barry allows the Barry relationship to continue and us not, not to, not to be about it, the show's not about that. It's about her evolution as a teacher, which I really liked and her in a new but phase. The fact that they gave a shout out to it again, another continuity like tie in from last year you know, it wasn't just a big, you know, stunt having Barry come in for the finale um, right. and then right. not addressing it. But they're right. addressing it. They're doing long distance. They got phones. That's how committed they are. Um, and I really appreciate that because as the head of the Blaney ship, we are cruising along. And one of the things I want to say about that Blaney ship is that Long distance, I don't – having a long distance relationship in the 90s was synonymous with the phone call stuff, with the phone bills and borrowing your parents' cell phone and all those different things. So for me, I loved seeing that. I also loved 
I want to give a real nod to CB because I, I love, I mean, Brett Dyer is adorable, but I had a hard time incorporating him into my love of the gold verse because he, you know, you had this new guy that you're told is supposed to be important and is creeping on Laney in this new show, but the show has uh, Glasscott, Meller, and Laney. So he's sort of like in the gold verse. Like, what's this guy doing here? Now I feel like, especially after he was so funny with the JTP in that final episode, they kept mm-hmm. the momentum going. And to me, CB is really fully part of the Goldverse now. And he was so funny looking at the clouds and having his teaching methods challenged by uh, the new science teacher that I Who was... I love. I, I loved her, and suddenly... Brett Dyer isn't going against Laney. He's going against a new enemy force that's, or Barry. He's going against a new sort of outsider enemy force. And it makes me love him even more. So I love that. There was almost too much going on in this episode in terms of stuff with the kids characters and the, and there were zingers flying at every moment. But to me, it showed that like schooled was opening the universe. Like this is season two. We're, we we got through season one. We we had a lot of good Goldberg's callbacks. We're gonna we're gonna leave this in the Goldverse, but now we're gonna expand the school universe. It's not going to be just this thing inhabiting you know the what if of the Laney future relationship. It's much more. Oh, and Coop. We got to see more of Coop, who I love, 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 uh, uh, especially when he gets <laughs> the tape <laughs> when he confiscates the tape from the kids. Um, yes. So, so for me, schooled, which I was, I, you know, I wanted it to be so good. I feel like it really delivered in this first episode of the season, and it delivered yeah. on a character basis. You you found it funny because you know and you love those characters. And I will say, I no secret how much I love AJ. Huge fan. Um, I. I truly believe she can hand, she can, you know, drive a vehicle and, you know, drive the show. It's her show. This really showcased that, yeah, she can. She can handle this. Um, she can be the leading lady of a show. It's, you know, her point of view. So the way they, like, weaved in the dangerous minds and, her kind of struggling with what type of still, you know, she's still trying to find what teacher is going to be. She can drive this vehicle, you know, she's, she can do this. And I think this is a great showcase on why I think so. Yeah. So again, vacation, it will go down as an epic, great Goldberg's episode, but schooled had a lot more to prove, had a lot more to prove this week. And I think they really proved it. And I think you saw the chemistry was just there. Only goes up from here. Now, speaking of going up from here, I myself have been jumping down the Friends rabbit hole watching old Friends episodes. And I'm pleased to see that this next episode is called I'll Be There For You. And Lainey is going to find Coach Meller his lobster. But I am also conflicted because I feel like Friends is a pretty big 90s gun. And finding Coach Meller love is something I'm willing to personally drag out throughout all of Schooled. Because he really has to find the right lobster. And (coughs) I agree with you because, look, I'm so far lost with Blaney. Blaney's taken. You know, like, this isn't about her finding love. You know, she found it in the 80s. And that's it. But you need to still have a love story driving plot or driving story. I think Meller's the perfect choice to be that person to go through these different female characters, different storylines. There's a lot to do with Meller. The guy is a, is comedic gold. Um, he loves so hard. I think this is a great journey for him. The heart is the biggest muscle in the body, according to him, right? Yeah, you know, bring it in for a two-person huddle is what I like to say. (laughs) And so I hope this isn't a single episode where I don't think it is. 
I don't think it's him finding someone in this episode, but I like that there's a focus on it. And I hope that the series as a whole is him, like you said, finding his lobster. Yeah, I hope so. Because Coach needs someone special, right? Like the teacher from last year whose name escapes me, who was, what was she, the math teacher? Uh, yes, I loved her. She was great, yeah, but I, I I wouldn't necessarily have bought her and Meller together forever. I know there was no, that episode. No, and then there was, they were talking about him and Cinnamon, which, Back no. in the day. Yeah, no thanks. They need to find someone new. Yeah. Someone just as quirky as him, but like from the opposite spectrum. Right. Like a real, it would be great to have like a real softy. Yes. That would be a lot of fun. Like, like an art teacher. Yeah. yeah. And like soup, like just like so smart, you know, like really intellectual about art and has a lot of art history and she's like an amazing painter and she likes Beethoven um, and she likes Meller, you know, like one of those types of people. Like, I think that type of like so passionate, but on different spectrums, you know, like he's so sports and wears his heart on his sleeve and I want her to be a softy but more like a Murray type of soft we really need to crack that nut um, opposites attract you know Yeah. do you think do you think there will be a Wendy Yenta deck uh, a bevy Yenta, Yenta deck oh. intervention at some point didn't she already have an episode like that with Meller, though? I think you're right. I think that's actually when she sets him up with Cinnamon. Maybe yeah. you're right. It's been done. It's been done, so no. Um, but I want Wendy back. I want her back on school. I would like to see her just once in a while pop in. That would be a lot of fun. Um, I also want to see some more Earl Ball as the nemesis. <laughs> I love, I love him on the, him on the board of trustees as the enemy. <laughs> I miss that guy, big softy. Um. Okay, so back to the CB thing. I did read a press release for episode four today. There's a ski trip that CB and Lainey are chaperoning. And it's about CB trying to get some alone time with Lainey. No. I know. I read that today. And I was, honestly, I was so pleased that they You're made that skiing? one. skiing? Because I love skiing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was so pleased that in the first episode, you know, it seems like he's not, he's clearly not over her. Because how could you be over her? She's amazing. But that it wasn't a focus. <sighs> I really hope they can just put this to bed. Like, I really, really hope they can put this to bed. I don't know how else to say it. They should not be together. There's a, it's regardless of her and Barry, it's just, if Barry were to come up now, I would be like, no, Laney deserves better. And, that's how I, if there were no Barry, I would still feel no to CB. Like, she is so much better than CB. Oh, yeah. You know, it's just like, it does not make sense. It only makes sense for Barry because they are high school sweethearts. Because, I don't know how many times I have to bring, tell you guys this, but like, what he brings out <laughs> in her. <laughs> what he brings out in Lainey is what Lainey needs. But like, no to CB. Like, we need to put this to bed. So I hope this ski trip. They go skiing, and Lainey, once and for all, is like, bro, no. We can be friends. Move on, you know? So I'm looking at the ABC Press site with all the photos for that episode. It looks like it's episode three. And first of all, it includes, I believe his name is Thomas Barbuska, the, guy, the kid who is Chip on The Mick. Oh, I love that guy. That kid's amazing. But He's then it so also hilarious. it also that episode features Earl Ball wearing one of those amazing nineties era ski suits. He he he's wearing a ski suit that my mom had. 
It's like neon yellow and pink. It's incredible. I am. Yeah. I, I, as much as I don't like anything you're describing about the plot of this episode, I know, I know, I, you, I, you know I, how we are both on the same page with that. I need to an episode with Earl Ball and the kid from the Mick is gonna is gonna keep me watching. All right. Yeah, so that's coming up on Schooled um, again tomorrow. It's friends themed. We're going speed dating with Meller. And honestly, that just sounds like a blast. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Okay, cool. Shy. In the meantime, where can we find you? You can find Jewish holidays. Jewish holidays. You can find things at Pancake and the number four table. That's Pancake Four Table on Twitter and Instagram. We'll likely be reviewing the Jewish holidays on the other podcast I'm on with my sisters. Friday night movie because there'll be all sorts of stories about my parents visiting my sister in Spain and them doing the Jewish holidays in the, in the islands. Um, but yeah, you can find me at pancake for table on Twitter and Instagram. Ah, uh, perfect. And I'm launched. You can find me at PK prime one, two on Instagram and Twitter. Once again, still looking for my Jeff Schwartz. If you're out there, if you're still touring with the grateful dead, don't worry. I'll wait for you. Um, and this has been a Gold Nerds podcast. You can find all the Goldbergs and Schooled, anything Goldverse related at the Gold Nerds on Twitter, at Gold Nerds on Instagram, or thegoldnerds.com. We'll see you next week. JTPL. Come, 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 my lady. JTP out. <laughs> that was just a reference to Butterfly, which was yeah. an amazing choice of song. So good. And the crows eating the butterflies in school. I know. Oh. It's great. I love it. Later, dude. Later, dude.